I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Okay, I'm recording now. Me too. You ready? Okay. I got a boat that's made of gravy. I got a boat that's full of gravy. I got a big old gravy boat. I'll get in it and ride about. Buaya. Buaya. Yeah. This is the first time we've tried to do that bit that was already a monumental challenge for me over uh, over, over th- this. Um, over long distance. Over, lo- o- over long distance. Overly long distance, as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. I but we are equidistant from each other because egal- egalitarianism is very important to mm. us. Mm. Thank you. Isn't that interesting <laughs> how every two points are always equidistant from each other? <laughs> Alistair, you know what you've got there? That's either the what? most interesting thing that anybody's ever said <laughs> Or the stupidest comment that's ever been made. <laughs> well, and you know what? I thought of it before the pod. <laughs> this is, Are you serious? This can't even. This can't even be blamed. This can't even be blamed on. I just need something to say. Yeah, but it. I went. I went. Oh, that sounds too dumb to say. I went. No, no, no. Yeah. You you underestimate me, brain. Look, it, it's one of those things that sounds. So dumb. But then if you search for it on the internet, you'll find that Bertrand Russell wrote like an 800-page book on that shit or something. Yeah. You know? But, but then there'll also be like a physicist who will who will say, well, actually, you know, if you, un- under these conditions, one point can actually be much closer <laughs> to, to the other one. You know how that might be possible? If you had some kind how of um, one-way wormhole, like a... Like yeah. a like a w- monodirectional, um, little. It's a one-way space valve. One-way space valve, but like, but a maths version of that, or like, you know, yeah. And there, and then, and then, and then you could have a sort of a shortcut in one direction, but, but, geez, I mean, yeah, it relies on space being curved and all sorts of complicated stuff, which is why what you said is so clever. Or so and dumb, meaningful. so dumb. Um, can yeah. we can we get a sketch out of that? Do you think? Hmm. Very interesting question mm. that I am delaying whilst I remember that I need paper and pen. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, okay. Well, well. L- l- let me l- allow me to um, allow me yeah, to no, I've got it. to to uh, to put this out there that. Yep. That, uh, like, like, there, there is a, there is a duality to certain types of comments, right? That you know, much like the the wave particle duality of of, uh, of matter or of light, um, that you know, uh, that is the smart dumb duality of comments. 
where you know you can there are some sorts of things where it's it, it is impossible to tell whether or not they're smart or dumb until it's experimentally tested or um you know uh it, it, until it, it has some kind of effect on reality and sure we could we could be able are you suggesting some kind of government department or <laughs> you know me i love i love a government department i love a board meeting i love a i love a nobel prize ceremony and mm. um there could be there could be um there could be there could be something along those lines. There could be some kind of thing situation where you don't know whether or not something is smart or dumb up until the moment when it is awarded a Nobel Prize. Um, sure. Yeah, I mean, it could be a whole department of a university, maybe that's um, the the department of smart dumbness, and mm. they study different statements. Mm. Not st- smart dumbness sounds too 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 definitive, right? Yeah, but you know, but but of uh, statement intelligence duality, mm. you know, that's maybe what the the department is. Uh, yeah, I think that's something. I think that's definitely a, worth a little a little cheeky write down on your yeah. freshly sourced piece of paper and oh yeah, newly discovered pen. Um, uh, great. God, it's interesting times we're living in, isn't it, Alistair? I realised today that this thing of like you can't have more than two people outside for a non-essential thing is basically a, it's a ban on protest, right? Like that's what they're doing for the next six they months. They don't want us to. S- they they yeah. basically shut down our right to protest, and like, and I wonder, you know, if if certain businesses and things are still ongoing during that time, they're going to be able to get away with with shit. I imagine. Right, like, how can you go and protest a logging of some precious thing or something if you can't go outside? That's true. But then, let's see if any more bad stuff happens. Yeah, you know? you're right. Maybe, maybe this will be a great time for. Turns out, protest was only making it worse. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is. It is a bit like that, isn't it? Like, you know, when you when you tell your kids what to do, the more you let it turn into a thing, the worse their behaviour becomes. And maybe the, the, you know, the evil corporations and the, you know, the, the, uh, the corrupt um, departments and that sort of thing and ministers were only doing that because they were acting up, you know, yeah. trying to get a rise out of us. And if we just do that, you know... We let them walk all over us. To have something to rebel against. Yeah, they're rebelling. <laughs> it's it's like an exotic animal training, Andy. Mm. Uh, any reaction is going to cause another kind of reaction. Mm. Yeah, that, I know that. So the, I know that fact too from exotic animal training. That's where that that well-known fact comes from. Yeah. Well, you know, if you're trying to train an exotic animal, mm. say a gorilla. Mm. And does this do on, just checking, does this only apply to exotic animals? Uh, this is definitely helps the most because they're, you know, they're less familiar with humans. Mm, I guess okay. So exotic basically means non-domesticated, does it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I mean, so which is that for what it, you, is that, does that apply? Which to of exotic? course, domesticated for you. We've addressed this before. You've. You've got s- sort of no idea what domesticated <laughs> means. 
<laughs> so for you, domesticated means I don't know nothing or mm. or or everything. I can't remember. Mm. I I'm interested in uh, how this feeds into exotic dancing, and whether or not um, mm-hmm. does does that essentially mean that like if you go to see an exotic dancer, that's an exotic dancer where it's exciting, but the reason is it's exciting is because they're so dangerous and they could just rip your face off. That's right. Because I feel they're, like, but we need that element to to make it okay. You know, yeah. there's this feeling of exploitation associated with that kind of thing. I'm not sure I'm not going to. I'm not mm. passing judgment here, but there's the feeling that that there might be some exploitation involved. But well, I'm. I think maybe there's a way in which it, exotic dancing can. Be, you know, I think what we're finding here mm. through this theory is that there's a way in which exotic dancing could become more interesting. Mm. Yes. By by allowing the people to be more dangerous. By you know, say that's the trade off to a strip club. Mm. Yeah. If you went to a strip club where all the people who are dancing have rabies. Mm. Yes. You see? So so now because I mean it's like it's like with food, right? You want to get the balance of things right. You want to get some acidity, you want to get some saltiness, you want to get some sweetness, all mm. that kind of stuff. And same thing with uh, with dancing. Mm. You want there to be some sexiness, but you also want be to want there to be some like tension from yeah. uh, fearing for your life. Yes, that you don't you know, know what's going thing. to be stripped. Is it clothes or is it your skin? Yeah. By exactly a wildly flailing um, exotic dancer. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm just writing down exotic dancing improved by mm. rabies. They're not just dancing See, around a pole; they're dancing around our very concept of uh, acceptability, um, and something. That's right. Um, like, do I you consider it acceptable to pull somebody's face off? I don't know. Well, that's right. Mm. And but I guess anything that you can go behind closed doors and see something that you don't see around open doors. Mm. Um, that's kind of, I guess that is exciting in a way. Mm-hmm. That's often why people go behind closed doors mm. to see things that aren't available in the room they're already in. Mm. Yep. Yep. That's, that's one of the, few, one of the few reasons to, to sort of open a door, I think. Yeah. And, and to go see behind things it. That, you, that, that you're not already seeing. Mm. You know, um, very often things, you know, secret things happen behind closed doors, but I would say even more often, even more secret things happen behind open doors. Like, you know, when you open a door and there's that little gap behind it and that's where the sort of the assassin might be, might be hiding because he heard you coming down the hall and ducked behind the door when you open it. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so, so they're behind an open door as in like, oh, in the gap yeah. between the wall when and it, the door. When it, when it swings around like that, because we yeah. talk, I've been using, I've been using that hiding spot a lot more mm. uh, since I've I've got a kid now again. Yeah, <laughs> it's come back into play. That's a really valuable it's, little little space. I have a lot of. Yeah, I kind of. You've got a lot of hiding spots in the house. No, I was going to say I have a lot of business meetings back there, because it's even well, more I mean, secretive it, than behind. And now, further door. to your point about them you know, hiding behind open doors. Mm. In a way, does it become sort of another closed door? 
Yeah, well, it's interesting because I think what why it's so powerful is because it looks like an open door. And you, you look through the open door and you think, well, there's nothing to hide in here. But actually, there is a small mm-hmm. area where, where things can be even more hidden because they're given that veneer of visibility, the illusion of transparency. So yeah. I think what you really need is every door Wait. should have a second smaller door inside it so that you can open the door and that door is open. And then you can open the little door in that door and just check that nobody's make- hiding behind the open door. Sure. Mm. Sort of like a doggy door, but it's mm. really... Yeah. And then, but when you open that door, mm. does it open towards the open door? <laughs> like the, Or does it open towards the outside? Uh, well, you know me, Alastair. I love things to be infinitely recursive. So I would... Yeah, so it kind of opens out further towards the wall. So... While, yep. while it'll be a smaller door, so you'll be able to see people's feet or whatever. Mm. And so people can't hide behind that mm. door. I think you still could have like a... Tiny a sort of little crab or, robot? Yeah, crab robot or a bat or say a very large moth yeah. sort of <laughs> perching behind that door. An exotic moth, and maybe. So, eh? An exotic moth. Possibly an exotic moth mm. or a regular moth with rat rabies, which yeah. is what I guess makes it also exotic. It does. I guess does. as long as it's not a domesticated moth. Yeah. It doesn't have to have rabies in the sense of being infected with it. It could just be carrying it in a little cup. A vial. A vial. A vial of it. A, in a briefcase. Mm. A truly A briefcase vial. filled with, with sort of bio, bio-terrorist yep. things. Yep. It's a um, so that's why you need another door on that smaller door. Oh, and know, so that doors then kind of unfurl like a tail. Mm, okay. You know, they would just yeah, curl along, around. Yep. All, curl around like along along one of the walls. I guess it would become your feature wall. Mm, mm. But then Either that I guess or you there's always going to be... doors, you know? Sure, that's true. But then... Think of the number of insects that you can have hiding behind that. In that gap, down that, down that, that little Or snakes. Slot. Yep. I guess everything sh- should become patio doors, sliding patio doors with the glass. Mm. Yep. So you can see through them. Yeah. Yeah, we're really onto something. In a here. glass house. Yes. Yes. Um, um. I think... <laughs> uh, you know what? I think I think we can write down door door. I think that's absolutely a uh, an idea. You know, to to yeah. reveal the last, the final frontier. Yeah, sure. Um, this isn't a comic idea, but when just when uh, we were talking just then, it's more of a graphic novel. Oh, could be. I was actually more of an idea for, of a, the name for a vineyard. Because you know how vineyards have all, all their names have all got a certain sort of tone to them. Yeah. Stones throw. What do you think of that? Stones oh, yeah. throw. If that's not taken, yeah, I'm a monkey's uncle. Yeah, monkey's uncle. That is another great one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll be the uncle. name of our does, Riesling. Does, does does Matt Stewart refer to him being a monkey's uncle no. in on primates? I don't think he does. Prime. So that's a real missed missed trick, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. I I'm amazed 
as a as a guy who I'm, I have a feeling his his desire to do that podcast is waning. Yeah, yeah. I'm amazed at how committed he is to continuing it. Yeah, uh, well, he's a very stubborn guy, right? Like, yeah. I think he, he, of of all the people I know, he's somebody who, when he commits to something, follows through on it to to yeah. an obsessive degree. Like, he's yeah. he's much more good at giving up drinking for fixed periods of time than you or I have ever been. Yeah, and then he's true. also much better, I think, at drinking a lot when that time finishes. <laughs> That's true. He transforms into an even funnier man. <laughs> when he's drunk. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's like that he... episode of uh, Friends with Funny Bobby. Funny Bobby? Funny Bobby. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Turns out now, he was just before... he just had a drinking problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> earlier, I wrote down Department of Intelligence something duality, and I don't remember what the something is. Stupidity. Dumbness. Ah. Uh, mm. eh? Dumbness. Was it? I thought... Things that can be both okay. intelligent and dumb. What, what are they? Like that statement that you made at the start about things being always as far apart from each other as they as as they are from each other. Yeah. Yeah. Do I have to explain okay. that? Do I have to repeat the entire riff to you now, Alistair? No, but but I think I'd come up with a different name that didn't yeah. have dumbness in it because I'd pur- purposefully removed dumbness. Oh, but I see. Yeah. But it's okay. I've written down dumbness so that we've got it in there that, now. That that communicates the point as effectively as we need it to for our own purposes. Yeah. I'm just I giving just you a heads up a now. University. I'm just giving eh? you a heads up now, Alistair, that uh, if I know you as a man who forgot to get a piece of paper to write things down on, there's a good chance that you also forgot to source the three words from a listener that we're going to use at the end of the podcast. So I'm just putting That's that in true, your Andy, head so that when we get to that point, it's not a total shock to you. And you can start. It's not a shock, and I've already thought thought about that. But thank you. Mm. But is that is that the three words from a listener? The three words from a Patreon subscriber? That that it, that would be to what I am referring, Alistair. This is where they can give us three dollars on Patreon, uh, t- uh, Patreon forward slash Think Tank, I guess. Two in Tank. Um, I don't even know. It'll be linked below, and they can um, yeah give us three bucks, and then you can send in three words, and we'll use them to come up with a sketch idea at the end. And very often, I find. It's the funniest bit of the show. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's also we we've gotten a bit loose, you know, by that point. Mm. By yeah, the way, floppy. thank you to all the people who have been signing up to our Patreon, especially in this difficult time of comedy festival being cancelled. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and also our whole industry dissolving mm. away. So that is much appreciated mm. uh, to everybody. Society itself helped us being reduced uh, to. Um, well, you know, being exposed for the um, very thin veneer, which it uh, it always obviously was. Um, do you think society was just a thin veneer? I want to do some. Um, I want to do uh, do some. Put some more stuff up for the Patreon people. And I don't know how people on the Patreon would feel about me just doing sort of like a a dumb newsletter writing newsletter thing or something every month. I'll just write write something, put in some little stories and some little jokes or something, and. Send that yeah, out. Yeah, maybe some photos. Oh, you know what would be great for Patreon? What? Getting photos of all our moles. Yes. You know? <laughs> and 
and you know people can tell us if they've changing over time that that is a really good idea yeah okay so yeah. it'll either be me doing a written newsletter or it'll be photos of all our moles but that'll be coming yeah. um to the patreon i might put up some little story little little fairy tales or something i wrote one the other day and i was like ah oh, you know don't know who to show this to but maybe the patreon people will be interested yeah but think about this Think of all the fan art we could get for our moles. You know, you get a mole, maybe it looks a bit like a castle or something like that. And people, yeah. you know, with their creative minds. A lot of people out there are very creative, mm. Andy. Mm. No, you're absolutely and right. They, they can imagine. join up the dots and um, make different different pictures. Like, um, Sure, but maybe, you know, it's like an inkblot test. Each person will bring, mm-hmm. pe- people will bring their own you know, histories to the, to your moles mm, and yep. tell us the story of the kingdom of the mole mm. and the princess that lives there within. And yeah. So this is them bringing their own personal history, is it? And, and do we have a lot of listeners who used to sort of live in castles in isolated kingdoms in the mountains and that sort of thing? Is that... I Andy, I don't know if you recall, but men used to be kings. Mm-hmm. You know, not all, not all of them, obviously. No, <laughs> statistically speaking, but pretty small fraction. Very small fraction, but some of them were. If, if anything, some of them still are kings. Mm. I've had, I've, I've, I've so, been thinking about capitalism. And some of those people might be the listeners of our podcast. That's true. They yeah. would have, they would have come to us through the Weekly Planet. Yeah, lot of, lot of royalty listen to that podcast. I mean, you got to think. There's probably. You know, there's a few sultans. There's a few. Uh, mm. What's the other one? Um, Maharajas. Dubai. He, eh? Maharajas. Maharajas. What does uh, Dubai have? Um, no, not Dubai. Uh, no, what's the other? Brunei. Brunei. Yeah, that's oh, the sultan. sultan. They got a sultan. Sultan of Brunei. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, there's a few of those. Mm. A few kings. Mm-hmm. A few ayatollahs. Mm. Right. Really? There's bound to be one of them that listens to podcasts just yep. to pass the time. Yep. No, you're and right. one of them, and if that's possible, one of them probably listens to the Weekly Planet. You know what? And if that's be good? possible, a podcast yeah. made by monarchs. You know, because people are very oh. interested in uh, in getting a little insight into industries that they're not necessarily a part of, and I think it would be mm. great to if you know if a monarch were to start a sort of a a WTF style podcast. I don't know who it would be. Maybe, maybe Prince Charles. You know, and and he yeah. and he gets other monarchs on. Um, uh, chats to them R. about R. their P, process. By the way, R.I.P. Prince Charles. Recover in peace. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Have you tweeted that yet? No. Now, I bet you will, though, as soon as this podcast's over, right? Oh, man, I'm not even going to wait. <laughs> you think I'm waiting? You think I've got the restraint hey. of that? Um, you think I'm waiting? Well, you, you think the fact that I have to continue speaking is going to stop me? Um, I, I, can, we, can, we, can we write down a, a monarch, monarch podcast as a sketch idea? You know, and, and what will happen is, much like... Um, uh, Mark Maron on WTF, eventually he'll sort of run out of comedians to interview and then he'll just start interviewing people who are sort of um, a bit... You still uh, there? A, ...a bit funny, Uh-oh. you know, or have a sort of a wry oh, take yeah, on so things. 
or Barack Obama. I mean, imagine what a scoop it would be for the Queen of England to get Barack Obama on her podcast. That'd be incredible. So, so then they start getting democratically elected people. Yeah, democratically elected people or just people Some dictators? Who, uh, who are like alpha dogs, just people who um, oh, just assert like, themselves like, like in conversation. Just Kevin, Kevin from the warehouse who mm. doesn't take no shit from nobody. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah, thanks. Because uh, yeah. uh, initially it could just be like you know it's a it's a monarch podcast for monarchs mm. by monarchs mm. in order to exchange tips on how to best <laughs> sort of ceremonially r- rule your country. Yeah, yeah. How to exert your non-existent power um, to maximum effect. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, yeah, gravel. Got a favorite type of gravel? I bet I've asked um, this on the podcast before. What favorite type of gravels have you said? Yeah. Well, <laughs> are you like a bluestone guy or do you like those little sort of rounded um, white pebbles? I mean, is there... I, I just don't see rounded as gravel. Really? Yeah, I think I think the bluestone is the only gravel. That's absolutely not true. What about those gravel yeah. roads, like in the countryside, where it's not bluestone? It's like those little little sort of sand-coloured rocks, wherever they come from. Yeah, it's not gravel. That's not gravel. Those gravel roads aren't gravel. Well, you're the one calling them gravel roads. I never <laughs> referred to them as a gravel road. <laughs> what do you call them? Dirt road. road. You call it a dirt road. Just don't a road, you? dirt road. Yeah. Yeah. So you th- actually think that those rocks? You think those ro- those those rocks are actually dirt? To you? No. No. I mean, look, it depends. Rocky road, uh, dirt road, pebble road. Yeah. Not gravel though. That's like the no. sounds like gravel is the only word you wouldn't use to describe those those roads covered in little rocks. I wish I could call it that. Yeah. Oh well. You just not you just don't have the <laughs> you just constitutionally you just don't have what it takes, I suppose. Look, you know, I just I get I have to call things by what I think they are. Mm. Okay. <laughs> you know me, Andy. <laughs> you know me, I don't, you know, it c- the correctness use of language is so important to me. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You're a real um Grandma Nazi. A what? A real grandma Nazi. Yeah. Yeah. What would that be? A grandma Nazi. Would just be an old woman who's a Nazi. <laughs> who's a Nazi? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I I think there probably are quite a few people alive today who have grandma Nazis. You know, um, grandmas yeah, who right. were who were. Um, I don't think there's that many left, Andy. Actual Nazis. Well, they they might be dead, I I, but they would have had them when they were alive. Oh yeah, 
you know? Yeah, they might have their ashes on their mantelpiece or mm. something. Mm. Which is, you know, which is a pretty badass thing to have, the ashes of a burned Nazi as like a sort of a memento. Mm. Um, the fact totally. that you, you waited until they died of old age before you burned them. Still think Yeah, which is almost, you know, you waited till they're vulnerable. <laughs> at their most vulnerable. Yes, dead. Dead. <laughs> Talk about kick a Nazi when they're down. Yeah. And dead. Picking, you know, I mean. Uh, kick them with a flame. Picking, picking off the, um, the, si- the, 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 the sick and the, and, and the old. Well, mm. you know me, I, I circle the, circle the, um, the wildebeests and I, I, I pick off the dead. Because they're the um, the weakest. Here's, here's a question sickest. regarding yeah. um, regarding incinerators. Mm. Do you think that we're getting energy out of those, or do you think we're putting in ener- energy? Like w- which kind of incinerators? You mean like crematorium ones when you're burning a like human crematorium body? ones? Yeah, yeah, it's a really good question. I think I think we probably. Well, I think we're just putting in energy. I, I think we are, you know, you have to you have to create the heat from something and I don't know what they use to create that, if it's an oven or a, like if it's gas. It's probably gas, I suspect. Yeah, because I guess they want it to be... Uh, do family go and watch that? Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't think you, I don't think you, like, I, I don't think you watch the flames licking up the sides of the... <laughs> <laughs> the casket. But I think this yeah. is absolutely something, Alastair, right? That when they yeah. do cremate your, your loved one, you shouldn't just get yeah. the ashes or have the option of having those ashes compressed into a diamond ring or what the fuck ever. This is what you want. Yeah. I want them to let me use the energy. Like, I want them to have a little generator yeah. on that thing and I want them to let me charge my phone from that. <laughs> <laughs> Other things, yeah. Yeah, um, I think I think like not just charge my phone. I think they should charge up as many like twelve volt batteries as they can from that thing. Yeah, that I can just wheel or home just on one a little car trolley. battery, and then yeah, car batteries, yeah, and just like a backup car battery you could have mm. in in your the boot of your car, mm. so that if ever you have car trouble, yeah, you can get your gra- like get the your energy from out. your grandma. <laughs> you get your granddad out. To help you with your car one last time. <laughs> this is this is actually my favourite idea we've ever had. <laughs> because a lot of people, you know, spiritual people will talk about how the energy from somebody, what happens to the, the energy when they die? You know, the energy yeah. is around us. It doesn't just disappear and you'd be like, yeah. damn straight it doesn't. I've got it running this... Um, this uh, shower this uh, this caravan shower and every every yeah, day right. i go out under a tree in the backyard and i have a shower with warmth generated from the cremation <laughs> of my um maiden aunt my maiden ass my maiden aunt maiden aunt you ever heard oh. that expression no no that's the thing i think it's an aunt who never married your maiden aunt i don't think people use it all oh. that often these days i was I was hoping to toss in something a little anachronistic just for a bit of flavour. And I was also hoping well, that you wouldn't quite be able to hear what I said. Well, that is happening. That is definitely happening. Yeah. But, um, you know what? We're, but we're, I think, you know... By doing this remotely, we're almost having sort of uh, 
an experience that's half doing the podcast and half listening to the podcast. You know, it's true. I am. I do have earphones in. Mm. Like I, it's like I am listening to you on the podcast. And what I think we might do this week intentionally, because I know historically I've done this to Patreon people by mistake, forgotten to rec- include one of the audio tracks. What I might yeah. do is uh, I'll just release your track, right? And then people can fill in the comments from me. Um, you know, they, they can chat along to the audio. That sounds so much fun for them. Try and fill the gaps <laughs> in. <laughs> ah, yes. Just, I mean, as someone who's probably tried to do that yeah. through, um, through just like a, a creative exercise, trying to fill in the gaps and then mm. realizing that you don't know when the other person's going to talk mm. and then being like, oh, you keep speaking over me recording. Anyway. Um, but I mean, I don't know when you're going to talk in this. How's it any different, Alistair? Uh, I do know when you're going to stop talking a lot of the time. Oh, yeah. Because I'm winding up. Because you're winding up, and yeah. we all have cues that we're giving each other in how we, uh, you know, how we yeah. finish off sentences. And I guess you know when I'm going to start talking because you are about to finish. What you're saying, so it's natural that I would then say something at the end of that. And you you're pick right. up on my cues mm. when I. You can tell from my cues that I'm. That I can tell that you're about to stop talking. Mm. That you know it's time to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> you have a sort of a little, a little sort of a, a, a growl that you do in the back of your throat, sort of like a, a an angry bear, like a she bear. Uh, when when you know that I've well that lets me know I've been talking a little bit too long and you're you're getting sort of angry. It's true. Yeah. You know, actually, when we when we were editing that that other thing that we did, another audio thing mm. where it was a panel show thing, mm. um, we I noticed that we humans give each other cues that they're about to talk by taking breaths. The breath. Eh? Yeah, the breath. Yeah. It is it is, you know, it's like powering up your gun or pulling back yeah. the string of your bow. People know it's you're getting ready. It's a version of Yeah. Um so we are now down we've got five sketch ideas, so I think we have to go to three words from a listener which you have right there in front of you. As Very re- close to in front of me. As red as anything. As ready as anything. As red as anything? As ready as anything. As ready and as anything. Now, I'm not 100% sure whether or not we've done this one. I'm pretty sure we haven't done this one. Yep. It's from Ian Whitehead. Mm. Hello, Ian Whitehead. Hello, Hello, Ian Whitehead. Now, Ian Whitehead has sent in three words. Okay. Do you want to take a guess at what the first one is? Um... Uh, tracheotomy? You know what? You're too incorrect. Okay. He's written this. One, prison. B, break. And then he's written triple I, Andy. (laughs) So it's prison, break, Andy. But he's used an interesting system to fuck with us. (laughs) 
So is he but done? The problem is, is he done Roman numeral? A Roman numeral, um, th- three numbering for the three. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And he is hoping at prison break, Andy. Yeah. Well, it he is it quite possibly trying to break Andy with this um this numbering system. Yeah, um, and I guess he's considering if if he is trying to do that, then that means that your mind is a prison mm. that you're trapped in. Oh, mate, he is not wrong. He's not bloody wrong. I tell you. Um, and in a way, it is, Andy. You're stuck in your mind. Mm. You're you're not like uh, uh, you know that you know that movie with the Ralph breaks the internet. Uh, yeah, I, 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 do, I haven't seen it, but I do know about it. Well, in that, they travel along some wires and go into the internet, mm. right? And that's a great thing about these little digital characters. But we, it feels like we should be able to do that with our minds. Mm. Go along wires. Just go along wires. I go into the internet. Yeah. I'd love that. I mean, I guess we'd have to reduce ourselves to some kind of little algorithm, right? Like or a big one, or a big yeah, sure, sure, but uh, it would ultimately result result in some kind of a loss of detail, right? You know, as you do when you digitize anything, you um you have a bit of a bit of signal loss. Um, I so guess, but what if what if we find what I mean? There's probably a sort of smallest length. There's something a bit smaller than Planck length, maybe. Mm-hmm. If you did find the smallest length and you made that the unit of digitization mm. then maybe you know for one unit of digitization then maybe you wouldn't lose anything so you think you could absol- you could encode the human mind with um or you know the encode the, at at the, at the resolution of, of the reality self. i guess whatever that algorithm yeah. is that is that is what the self isn't is isn't it because you know the self is yeah. how you take what you see you know the 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 big question mark between the input and the output of your mind is yeah. is the self, and we just need yeah. to work out what that is so that we can process inputs accurately and output them as you would have done, regardless. But I think maybe though you wouldn't be able to get it out of the mind. You wouldn't be able to sort of cut and paste it. Mm. So I think what you would have to do is create a copy, mm. a digital copy, and then Kill build, yourself. add onto it, sort of basically a sensory system that mm. that works in internet and then transfers that internet back to you so that uh, tra- trans- transfers that information back to you in your head mm. so that you can travel through this algorithm, mm. experience, experience the same amount plus more. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe we don't need to completely like. Maybe we wouldn't actually travel along the wires, right? Maybe yeah. we would just convert the information from the internet into a form that is sensible, comprehensible to our brains. And sure, sort of like maybe just put it on a screen or something like yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and okay. We can, <laughs> and we and we could sort of 
travel through it using our hands. Yeah, yeah, which is a kind of like a an input device. Yeah, Ooh. and I guess this show, this movie would be called, instead of Ralph Breaks the Internet, sort of like <laughs> Ralph Uses the Internet. Browses the Browses Internet. The internet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh. But uh, but, um, but I think I think realistically though, Alistair, realistically, okay, let's be realistic. Ralph in Ralph Breaks the Internet wasn't going along wires to go into the internet. Ralph, whatever Ralph is, Ralph is some kind of algorithm that exists somewhere. He would have remained where he was on whatever original server he was on. I mean, I haven't seen the film, but he would have remained where he was and he would have accessed different regions of the internet or you know different parts of the internet as if he was going to those places but really the he's well, not going along the information's going back to him at his where in the he world is. in the world of this thing andy he does go and then they don't have him in the game his his original game he leaves from that point he leaves he travels I and suppose. if you if you go into another game and you get destroyed in that game you and and the game when it reboots it doesn't recreate you because you're not normally a part mm. of that game I see. then you're gone forever you die in the riff you die in real life yeah yeah man so i don't know i mean is the idea of somebody trying to create a digital mind then then pulling like trying to download their own mind into the into the thing mm. into a digital format and then realizing that you wouldn't need to do that, you would just have to cr- make a digital copy. Mm. And then realizing that, really, in the end, you don't even need to do that. You just need to trans, you know, create it into s- sensory things. And then basically just creating the internet that we already have. I, <laughs> I think that's definitely a sketch. Yes, absolutely. I think yeah, the series of compromises involved in uh, yeah. attempting to build a brain that can access the internet and just winding up with using. You know, they get to the other side, and they've just recreated the existing internet experience. Um, maybe you know things are a slightly different color or something. It's very good, and you know what? That is also feels a bit like an analogy for another idea I've had based on these three words. Tell me whether or not this yeah. is anything, right? Because a prison break can actually go both ways, right? You can break out of a prison or you can break into a prison, right? Mm. But and 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 there are reasons you might want to do that. Right, you might want to escape prison, fine, or you might want to get to somebody who's in prison to, to help them escape or to extract revenge or something like that. But there is a situation as well where you just want to get to the other side of the prison, and that is where you combine both types: the breaking into the prison and then breaking out the breaking out the other side of the prison. And actually, the contents of the prison are of very little interest to you whatsoever. You're just trying to get from A to B, you know. Much well, like say, we were talking say about. you're trying to build a highway. Trying to build a highway, you know, <laughs> the prison thoroughfare, and yeah, and th- that involves you know two types of, of, of both types of prison breaking. Absolutely, breaking in and breaking out, mm. and also keeping it broken. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just well, not quite sure, you know, exactly what the logic of why you chose to do it this way, rather than just going around. But it's a well, it's a more direct path. It's direct, exactly. You know, 
the two po- the the shortest distance between two points, which are always the same distance away from each other as the other one is. Except for in a situation where an undiscovered dis- uh, situation in which they're not. Yes, then um, you know you might have a reason for 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 doing that. Um, yeah, it's a prison breakthrough um, rather than a prison yeah, breaking well, I mean, around. I think those. The people who made Prison Break, they were at a loss at that fourth season or whatever when they realized mm. that they couldn't make any more because they hadn't thought of any new types of reasons to break in or out. <laughs> Is that what but happens? But the fact like... that these guys have turned their lives around and become bureaucrats, mm. you know, they work in infrastructure, mm. mm-hmm. and that then they've realized that they are, they're going to break in and out of this prison one more time. Yeah, to put a, to put a highway a, in. A fr- a new freeway or highway. Mm. I think that's something, Al. I'm going to write it down. Thanks. And um, then we might have to go through the sketch ideas that we've come up with and then GTF out of here? I guess so. Mm. Andy, okay. it's quite echoey in the room you are in. Is it because you're taking an extra long shit? <laughs> I look. I hope it. I hope it doesn't sound as bad to everybody else as it does to you, Alistair. I've hung towels no, up sure in the bathroom. Here. That's never been the case. Yeah. And, uh, I'm particularly critical. You know me. Yeah. Well, it'll probably be a a total disaster, and we won't be able to use it. Maybe in the oh, future we'll have to never, choose it. We've never stopped. <laughs> we've <laughs> never, never stopped said, us before. Uh, allowed something being a complete disaster, stopping us from releasing it. But I think maybe in the future we might have to record it. At because they're going to be building these houses next to us, and maybe this will be what we ha- I endure for the extent of this isolation is construction noise, not being able to leave the house, but having construction noise piped in at all times. But we might have to record them in the evenings or something before they after they've um, started stop work. We'll have to record it in your van. In my van. In your van, parked up the road near a, near some bushland or something. Yeah. Might have to get a van. You don't have a van? Fuck, I'd love a van. Oh, I guess I, I got. I guess I got the family car, the family van. You're right. Yeah. God. <laughs> Wonder if that's what I was. I think of it more of as being a people carrier. My phone's about yeah, to run I out of batteries, it. Alistair. We better finish this up. All right. Well, our sketch ideas. We've got uh, Department of Intelligence slash Dumbness mm. Duality at the university, which looks at statements such as two points are always equidistant from each other. Yes. Um, and and studies whether or not it's a smart thing to say or a dumb thing to yes. say. Then we got exotic dancing has been improved by rabies. You know? <laughs> the part that was making exotic dancing interesting was a was apparently the chance of getting attacked. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I hadn't thought about that. But, but that's it is alluring. Mm. It is dangerous, you know. It's a frisson. Um, then we've got an open door, is also a closed door, and then so we've also, <laughs> and which is a place where somebody can hide behind. So that's why we've created a door door, and then further door doors. What about this? It's a, it's a strip club, right? But it's animals wearing the clothes. And they didn't. They don't like wearing the clothes, so they take them off by ripping them off their bodies, and then they yeah. could well attack you because they're enraged. You still get to see people, t- you know, 
uh, living organisms removing items of clothing, the reason you went yeah. there in the first place, plus you might get killed. Anyway, something to think I about. I think I would go to something like that if it was people putting different outfits on animals. Yep. Yep. You just go there and then you watch them like put on a nice little pair of like sailor shorts. <laughs> it's always a sailor's suit. Of course. Then we have a monarch podcast. Mm. Four podcasts, I mean, four podcasts by podcasts. Yep. Do you think podcasts will ever have their own podcasts? God, I hope so. We should make a podcast for this podcast where we talk about the podcast we were just on. Because, mm. I mean, a lot of the time they get another company to, like, discuss. You know, let's say it's like that, you know, that one that was for that zombie TV show. Yeah. The Living Dead or yeah. whatever. And then people do a podcast where they talk about that. Well, why let somebody else do it when you could create your own podcast that talks about your podcast? Yeah, we have the most insight, one would assume. Sorry? We have the most insight into our podcast, so we've got a lot to offer. That's true. And then we've got other things to do with burned grandparents. Mm. Charge up a battery for your car. (laughs) My favorite idea ever. Yes! Yeah. Downloading your mind to the internet, creating a digital brain, but then realizing that you could just access the internet via a screen. Mm, It'd be better. Very That kind of thing. It's it's sort of, that said so shortly, it doesn't sound as funny. But then we've got prison break in and out by building a highway through it. Bloody Um I have been Andy. You can find me on Twitter at stupid old Andy. And you can find me at Alistair TB and you can find us at Two and Tank. Andy's soon gonna overtake me with follower numbers. So make sure you follow me. Eh? On Twitter, I think so. I think yes. you, like you've you've been you've been growing quickly because of that two and a, seven and a half thousand yeah, one that I stole of yours, <laughs> that then got like some second life on on, on Reddit, Reddit. Yeah. second and third life. Um, that's true, but you probably don't follow as many people as I do, so that's the real that's the real oh uh, score. Yeah, maybe I don't know if that's the case, but you can support anyway. us on Patreon. Yeah, you can support us on Patreon and in these crazy times. And uh, hope you're doing thank okay you very much wherever for being you are. We also, we're we're about to record Magma. We were mm. and possibly put it out for sale. Yeah. So, so if you're interested in that, um, keep just an eye out. S- sit sit tight. It's gonna it's coming because we can't record teleport yet because it just kind of needs to be run in front of an audience and yeah. because the comedy festival was canceled we can't do that anyway take care of yourselves we have a really good time and we, we love, love you. you this podcast is part of the planet broadcasting network visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates i mean if you want it's up to you Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 